Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studio, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work they love, and create amazing relationships. I'm George Campbell, joined by my good friend and fellow Ramsey personality and fellow co-host of Smart Money Happy Hour, Rachel Cruz. And we are here for you, America, to help you take that right next step with your life and your money. The number to call is 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Are you ready, Rachel? Oh, yeah. It's pretty rare we get to host together. I know. It doesn't happen very often. A momentous occasion. I'm usually with Jade and Christina. It's usually like the girl power show. I feel like I I bring enough girl power to the mix. Let's be honest. (laughs) There's enough. There's enough there, George. We're going to have a good time. (laughs) All right. Let's start with Dane in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Dane, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you guys doing? Great. How can we help today? Um. I was just calling for some financial advice or kind of what uh, you would do if you were in my situation. So I bought a home about um, six months ago, no, seven months ago. And a month after I bought my home, I got laid off from uh, my full-time job. So I kind of, I used all my savings to purchase a home, which I should have saved up more, but I didn't. Um, I got a really good deal in the house, at least. But back to my point, I lost the job and I didn't have any savings, so I got like behind on the mortgage uh, a month after making my first mortgage payment. Mm. Um, luckily, I got a new job that pays a lot more than my old job. But <clears throat> I literally, it's construction, so we had work um, the first month, and then we were off for a month and a half and we had a little bit more work and now we have now we have a full schedule for the rest of the year so wanted to know what you guys would do if you were in my situation because i'm three to four i guess this is the fourth month i'm behind now so you just haven't been making a mortgage payment for four months yeah i haven't had any money to i just had little little bit of work here and there to uh, pay utilities and all that. So all that's good. So you're keeping the lights on. Has has the mortgage lender contacted you? Uh, No, not yet. I actually contacted them and they said they don't really have any options because we're not, I'm not at a foreclosure yet. I guess it takes six months. Yeah. So you're, you're, are you, are you three or four months behind on the mortgage? This is the fourth month. This is the fourth month. Okay. And yep. how much is the mortgage payment? Only 1300 Okay. And how much are you bringing in a month? Or will you uh, this month in March? Right. So I'm uh, 1099 and I make uh, 1350 a week. Straight check. Okay. Um, so I do have to put aside taxes starting now. Yeah. Around 300 a week. But April 1st, two good things. April 1st, I am getting a huge pay increase to 1800 a week and I also got a second job that will second job on the weekends that will be bringing roughly like uh, 350 bucks extra a week so I have a really good income coming I just need to play catch up yeah. but I don't know if there's a program or something for FHA guys like who who have FHAs on their home or what exactly I should do. I need to build a savings. I need to get caught back, caught back up on my mortgage. So Yeah. So before the savings, even 
what need the priority is this mortgage because if you continue yeah. just to get behind which i know you're not now you're going to be you're going to be able to pay next month's mortgage payment but four months behind and so we always say catch up on your bills your four walls food shelter utilities and transportation and your your housing your shelter in that sense is behind so we before even getting a savings i mean this is this is catching up this is go time i mean and i would even say too I don't know how late you work at night, but like, like this is a little bit of a of a crisis type situation, right? Like, I know going forward, it's fixed with a great income, but you want this, you want this out of your record. Like, you want to be able to be free from this. So, I mean, this is for me working Uber at night. I mean, after your work, I mean, this is doing everything possible. This is, and then living on absolutely nothing because you'll be bringing in. I mean, right? I think I mean it's going to be close to eight grand with the new raise and then the extra. And money that set you aside, have. I'm guessing your tax your tax withholdings will have to increase to about five hundred bucks yeah. a month or so. About uh, four hundred. So April first week of April will be eighteen hundred from the construction job, and my tax advisor said to put uh, four hundred aside in a bank account. Okay, like in a business account or something. So your true so take home will be about fourteen hundred a week, plus the three fifty, eighteen hundred still because of the part time job. Awesome. Okay. Well, that that gives me a lot of hope. So we, the really the gap right now is we got to cover the five grand we owe to the mortgage lender. So I would contact yeah. them and figure out what this repayment plan looks like, when it's due, how we can do this so that you avoid a foreclosure, and have that communication in writing from them. Well, I I did give them a call and tried. So I have uh, I get paid today actually. Um, so I'll actually have like eighteen hundred today and i tried calling to make a payment and they won't even ex- i don't know what's like with the mortgage company but they won't even accept a thousand dollar payment you know they all want it up front because it's so long past due so they want the entire amount up front so if it's five grand yeah. they want five grand at once yeah with fees and everything it's like 6200 so that's our magic number and like rachel said our goal is in the next you know, 30 days, whatever that looks like, to come up with that six grand. Yeah. Which means we are not spending a dime elsewhere other than keeping the lights on, having some food on the table, and getting this mortgage back on track. Yep. That's the only, There's no life hack. I don't think there's any special no plans yeah. that you can yeah. Google. They're all going to be traps. The only way to get out of this is to pay it off. Yeah, and making sure that you mm-hmm. have that in writing and to know like that it's not that it's not changing like make that like make this a a locked in rate the 6200 and then you know give them even a date because i mean i would want to be as proactive as possible because i'm like i don't want them to turn on me and do something crazy where i'm like oh my gosh no no no, i thought we were fine and so making sure that everything is in writing that's going to be really really important man the thing the thing that stinks is the longer i wait the more like behind I'm going to get. So I guess there's three, I forget, three or four weeks left of March. So next month it's going to go up to 75, 7,600. So with the penalties, yeah, huh? With the penalties or just because you have a mortgage payment on top of your, of what you have mortgage payment. Okay. So yeah. So stay even, current. So mine would be, I don't want you to get further behind saving up for behind payments. So I would be paying currently, making sure that that's paid, and then saving to get this 6200 Yeah. Sell whatever you have to sell, work yeah. however much you have to work, do whatever it takes to get back on track, and get that deadline from them and when that amount is due in full without incurring 
any more penalties. Ugh, I'm so sorry, Dane. This is where we tell people, man, don't jump into a house before you're ready because it can cause a lot of issues. I'm sorry you're going through this, man, but hoping you can get back on track real soon. This is The Ramsey Show. It continues to amaze me how identity thieves keep finding ways to use our own identities against us. Not only do they commit crimes related to financial fraud, medical ID theft, and insurance benefit fraud, but now we have to deal with home title fraud. Thieves are using your own personal info to take ownership of your home so they can take out loans and you end up with a pile of debt and foreclosure notices. Over 4,000 data breaches happened in 2018, exposing 3.6 billion records. So thieves have plenty of identities to use and there's a one in five chance it will be yours. That's why Xander Insurance is the only program I use and recommend. Their plan covers all types of identity theft, and it takes over all the work if you become a victim. Visit Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. I'm George Campbell, joined by Rachel Cruz this hour. This is The Ramsey Show. Open phones at 888-825-5225. You jump in, we'll talk about your life and your money. Gabe has chosen to do so in Burlington, Vermont. Gabe, welcome to the show. How you doing? Hey, guys. How you doing? We're doing great. How can we help? So I'm 21 years old. I'm still a college student. I got about a year left. I've paid off everything so far. And I'm currently debt-free. Um, and I'm on track to be able to pay off this last year every semester as things go. Just cash flow. Um, exactly. Nice. Um, I, I also am in a relationship um, and have been pretty intense on saving up, living pretty uh, frugally for the last um, like year or two, um, almost maybe too, too much. And I've realized, you know, I, I've just been listening to you guys, been talking, you know, and I've been all about the intensity of the first two steps. But it sounds like after that, things sw- switch from intensity to intentionality. And I've, you know, recently just tried to pick up a third job to make a little bit of extra cash do things like take my girlfriend out for dinner and just do those type of extra things that I currently there or previously before that third job couldn't really put any money anywhere else. Um, and I guess I'm just wondering if, if, if even that is the best move with me being at baby step three, should I just be, you know, even with that third job, making the money that I'm making there and throwing it into a savings account to, to get myself through step three as fast as possible or, I, I, it's kind of almost a relational advice that I'm asking. Um, Has your girlfriend brought any of this up? On uh, as far as me doing t- taking the third job or not? Well, as far as going, hey, we never go on dates, and you never want to spend a dime, and we can't no, do anything. No, that's, okay. no, she wouldn't say anything like that. So, so she's cool with all this. She's nicer than me. She's not. <laughs> she's not struggling. Like, like, take like, me out to dinner. That's what I'm wondering. Is she, <laughs> is she reaping any of the? Uh, you know, what you're selling here well, with all you, these jobs. Yeah, and Gabe, I mean, you guys are, in, you're in school. Is she a senior as well? No, she's been, she's four years older than me, so she's graduated, um, okay. I think, two, three years ago. Okay, that's great, that's she's great. All right. And I And just so I have this clear, the two jobs you have, that is basically going for you to live off of and tuition, correct? Bills and saving up towards that tuition, yeah. Okay, okay. And then you're looking at baby step three. How much do you have saved? Currently, um... 
this last bit of after this tuition, this next tuition is paid off on about about a thousand, two thousand dollars. Okay, two thousand. Yep, that's I great. Well, I currently have a thousand is for my safety net, this baby step number one. Yeah, but you know, beyond that, I have one or two. Okay, okay, that's great. And how much would a three month emergency fund be for you? Because I mean, I feel like that's all you would need at this stage of life. Uh, is more on that three to four months. So how much more of that two thousand five hundred is what I need to get to ten thousand five hundred. Well, that's okay. a pretty that's, that's a great. sizable emergency fund for you. What kind of expenses do you have? Say say it again. What kind of expenses do you have right now while well, in school? Currently, I'm I'm paying rent, um, and I uh, have gas. You know, you need to pay a little bit of gas to get to work. Um, I have a phone bill. Uh, I have uh, an internet bill. And in, uh, car insurance. Okay. Like three grand a month. Yeah. Okay. So nine, yeah, 10 grand will right. get you yeah, there. That feels right. So how much longer would it take while working these three jobs to get there if you were really focused? Well, if I get through tuition, that's kind of my biggest thing is all, all of that saving money has just been, I know that expense is coming every semester. I want to stay out of debt. So I've yeah. been using just everything that I make that goes into savings. It's getting used to cash flow that tuition. Um, after that's all done, I could probably get that in a year. Okay. Especially if I held this th- this third job. And so yeah. you're not out of the woods yet as far as in- intense to intentionality. Through Baby Step okay. 3, we have to remain intense. and Because okay. what we don't it's want Sorry, is... I thought it was just one and two that were intensity. Yeah, you'd carry that through. Once you get to Baby Step 4, we can pump the brakes a little bit. And are three jobs sustainable, Gabe, for you? Um, well, currently I'm like doing, doing that and uh, schools a lot and I'm dating. Doing, yeah. I'm doing 32 hours at my job as, uh, as a cook. I'm okay. doing about 10 hours as a part-time work with uh, my church. Okay. And then I'm trying to DoorDash. That's the third job I've wow. picked up. Okay. That's great. That. I've been doing that late evenings. Um, yep. And so you know what, Gabe? So good. I'm not yeah. feeling burnt out. I don't feel like I'm really fighting anything like that. That's great. Moment. I think that's awesome because honestly, the time to sacrifice, like you're kind of at the perfect season. Like I know everyone's like college, enjoy your life. Yeah, but I mean, th- I'm I mean, not you're interested in that. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like you're you're a senior, yeah. you know what you want, and you obviously have goals. And this would be the time to be like, oh yeah, I'll sacrifice and like do that because okay. once you once you graduate and you get a job and you're actually making an income, a steady income. I mean, obviously, you're making great money now, but. Uh, there's just something about being able to be like, oh yeah, I'm like already ready to invest, save up a down payment maybe for a house. And like, you get to move on to baby steps yeah. for and beyond. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. that, so with the dating thing though, I was, I mean, I was joking with you earlier where I'm like, well, that, she's nice. I'd want to go out to dinner, but I mean like uh-huh. you guys, yeah, you can date cheap. I mean, it's not like you guys uh-huh. have to go out to, to nice places and, mm-hmm. and she obviously probably knows your goals and what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's a lot of. I mean, I mean, this and this would be true for married couples, right? Or I mean, anyone dating, regardless of yep. if you're in college or not. It's just like, how do you live life while doing baby steps one through three? And you want to be able to yep. enjoy life to a degree mm-hmm. uh, to sustain yourself. So, I mean, we mm-hmm. always talk about, you know, there's there's always free stuff going on depending on you know your city. You can look that up. Um, yeah. You guys, I mean, go on a hike. I mean, like, there's things that you guys can mm-hmm. do together. It doesn't have to be crazy expensive. Yeah. And instead of going to the movie, there's plenty streaming at home for the thousand subscription services yeah. we have. And you can always cook a great steak dinner at home instead of paying 10 times that at the restaurant. And yeah. so and if there's, there's a lot special of occasions. Cook, that's my job. Oh, so. that's so <laughs> true. Which means you're tired of cooking when you get home. Or he's the best yeah. and he can cook at home he is the and best. it's restaurant quality. That's yeah. true. Oh, yeah, Gabe. Awesome. I, would, I would definitely. That's I great. I see why. Part of the reason she's dating you now. This is a big win. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and you know, Gabe, too, I'll say this. Like, this isn't forever, because I know this can seem daunting and exhausting, and you're like, oh, man, this is just... It's a lot, but this uh, this isn't your life forever, right? It's just for a season to get an emergency fund. And honestly, well done for you, not only doing it at your age, but that season of life, like it will just propel you when you graduate and whether you continue to date her and may, I don't know if it moves on to, to marriage or you go and find a career, like just setting yourself up well now, it is, it's great. So You'll never have, regret have that. You're never going to go like, man, I wish I, I partied more in college. I, that would have been so great for me. <laughs> You're doing yeah. the right things, and so I want to encourage yeah. you that yeah. you're, you're being weird in the best ways possible, and everyone listening uh, should be encouraged by that. What, you you, what are you studying? Uh, right now, I'm trying to just get a teaching license. I'd like to teach um, English at a high school level education. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. Yep. So great. Yep. And what's awesome, too, Gabe, is like, you know, obviously, you know, if we, we were talking about teacher's pay um, maybe a few episodes ago on my show. And I'm like, and, and that's what's even amazing is I'm like, you can choose to go into a career field that you know you're not going to go make half a million dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But you're able to make those choices and those decisions because you don't have payments that you're going to have to repay. Mm-hmm. So like, that's yeah. another reason doing the work on the front end is so great because mm-hmm. you get to go do what you love and not be like, oh man, it's going to take me, you know, eight years to get out of the student loan debt yep. on a teacher's yep. salary. You get to take that teacher's salary and be blessed by it. And it's great and wonderful. And you've just set yourself up really well. So that's... I mean, you're, you're doing a great job and you can still have a life and still have a great, healthy relationship with your girlfriend and be on baby step three. This is incredible. And Rachel, the data shows that students who work 15 to 20 hours a week have a higher GPA than those who don't. Yep, that's and right. And that makes sense to me. You're going, well, how is that possible? Well, Junior has to be real disciplined with his calendar, with his time, or Gabe. <laughs> to do. I mean, Gabe's working 40 hours a week. Yeah, that's insane, Gabe. And I mean, so, well done. And he's still crushing it. He's going to finish completely debt-free. Yep. And so it's parents who are going, well, my son and daughter, they shouldn't work. They're focused on their studies. Oh, really? Are you following them around campus all day? <laughs> They're in class for a few hours a day. There's 24 hours in that day. There's a lot of other stuff happening in those other That's hours. right. <laughs> They're at the library. Sure, <laughs> sure. They wouldn't darken the doors of that library. I'll tell you that much. But hey, Gabe, we are rooting for you, man. Way to go. Love seeing young people just crush it and sacrifice now so they can live their best life later. Awesome. More of your calls coming up. 888-825-5225. This is The Ramsey Show. This is The Ramsey Show. I'm George Campbell, joined by Rachel Cruz this hour. 888-825-5225 is the number to call. Today's question of the day is brought to you by Neighborly, your hub for home services. When something in your home breaks, Neighborly is the name to remember. And with the Neighborly Done Right Promise, you'll know you'll get great service from their network of local home service providers. So go to Neighborly.com today and check them out. And today's question comes from Julie and the Baby Steps Millionaires Group. I'm saving 20% down to buy a house in 2023, but this mortgage rate's uh, keep me worried. Are you? Are we really going to buy at six to seven percent rate next year? People's incomes are not growing as much. What are your thoughts? It will take longer to save money for a down payment. Mm. Yeah, and it is hard. I mean, if you're seeing increases of interest rates, and you know, it, but that the price of housing has kind of. I feel it's like definitely s- cooled off. Steadied, yes. Hasn't been um, increasing at the same rate. No, no. But the but the interest rate is having people worried. And so, Julie, I mean, just, just looking at the math, we always talk about a down payment of 
10 to 20%. So even if you wanted to get into the housing market faster, you could just do save up 10%. Uh, 20 is obviously a wonderful goal, but the 10% would work. But just making sure that your your mortgage payment is no more than 25% of your take-home pay. That's the big part of this equation. And again, a lot of people fight us on that because it's very conservative. Uh, but here's the deal. like If half of your income is going to a mortgage payment, you're not going to have a lot of money to go and enjoy and to invest and to save for your kid's college and to put extra on the house to pay it down. I mean, it just limits your ability. So we don't want your your house, your mortgage payment to eat up so much of your income. So that, that's yeah. that's the conservative approach that we take. But honestly, it, it, it works, works. And we just took a call earlier from a guy who could yes. be looking at foreclosure because they got in a house a little too soon, the payment's a little too much. And so walking to this really peacefully with some wisdom, even though it hurts because you're looking at these interest rates and you're going, well, even if the prices stay the same, a few interest rates at points higher could mean hundreds of, of dollars, dollars more. Yeah. Yeah. And so like Rachel said, I would focus on that 25% parameter of your after-tax take-home pay going towards the PITI, Principal Interest Taxes Insurance. And that gives you more peace. It's not necessarily about a perfect down payment number and we're not mad at you if you put down less than 20%. It's more about not having too much of your world tied up in a mortgage payment. So I crunched some numbers using our Ramsey Mortgage Calculator just to show you what this looks like. Because the numbers, it's real. And so let's say the home price is 500000 You want to put 20% down. That's 100000 down on a 15-year fixed. Well, if the interest rate was 5%, your payment would be 3847 When the interest rate goes to 6%, well, now it jumps another $212 to 4059 If it jumps to 7%, it jumps another $220 to $42.79. And let's say it jumped to 8%. It's another $227 at $4506 every mm. month. So you can see from that 5 to 8%, yeah. it went from $3,847 up to $4506. Yeah, it's a lot. From 5 to 8%. So that is a real concern. But here's the good news. You can always refinance later. Yeah. And so if that, if, if that interest rate, your payment is within that 25% parameter, go for it. You are ready to buy a house regardless of the interest rate. And when the interest rates go down, which they inevitably will based on history, then you can refinance at that lower rate. And a lot of people did that. People now have 2 or 3% interest rates yeah, because they refinanced they over yes, the last few right. years. That's right. Uh, which lowers their payment. So yeah. do not fear. But I think it's worth talking about the real estate trends that we are seeing in 2023. And uh, this is based on our blog called 2023 Real Estate Trends what you need to know. We'll put the link in the show notes and in the YouTube description for all of you if you want to go check that out. But there's been lots of drama around buying and selling a home in the last year, Rachel. Here's some market predictions. Uh, and these just give you an idea of what to expect. Again, they are predictions. No one has a crystal ball. Uh, so never let these control your housing decisions. Only your personal situation and your finances should do that. So for 2023, the data is pointing toward a slightly more stable housing market, not a crash. We've been saying this for, I feel like, a year now since our real estate live live stream. That well, because we for a while it was the housing prices were going crazy and there was like 42 offers on any house that was for sale in the in a moment. And, and people thought, oh my gosh, this is turning into a bubble. And now it's the interest rates that have people panicking. That's right. And this is all because home prices are only driven by the law of supply and demand. So when demand is greater than supply, home prices don't tumble. So today... Here's the stats. There's still a shortage of homes for sale and lots of buyer demand. That is why home prices are still going up, but they're just going up at a slower 
rate. So leading into 2023, the median home price reached over $366,000. And that's only up 2.3% compared to a year ago. Yeah. And that growth, it can have people panicking and it is. But listen, again, the housing market is not going to crash. So calm down. And it still marks 130 consecutive months. That's over a decade of year-over-year increases, which is the longest-running streak like that, on They should win a Guinness record. Book World Record for that. that that's, that's it. That's it. I know. So again, it's not going to crash. And Freddie Mac actually predicts overall home price growth in 2023 will drop by 0.2%. 0.2. Yes. Just a barely. drop that is you know small, nothing to worry about. And again, it's not a sign that the market is going to crash. So again, calmer prices is directly related to supply and demand. And again, historically speaking, there are more homes for sale than people wanting to buy. And so that is, that's the great thing. Or I'm sorry, more uh, more buyers out there. It's been trailing behind them. That's right, that's uh, right. Yep. So we're, wow. we're seeing a slight uptick in supply. And at the start of 2023, housing inventory was up 10.2% year over year. And while that's still lower than it was before the pandemic, buyers should have more options than they did the past few years. So again, looking at buyer demand last year, the average mortgage rate increased several months in a row, which lowered demand a bit. Again, people weren't going out and rushing to buy homes as the interest rates kind of ticked up, uh, which made it affordable for other people because you could actually go and negotiate the price, which is great. But in January, mortgage rates dropped to the lowest that they've been since September of 2020. Two, and Freddie Mac forecasts rates to stay pretty steady over the rest of this year. So some buyers who held off their plans because of rising rates last year are likely to return to the market in 2023. Oof. So in other words, what we're seeing here is supply is starting to meet in the middle with demand, yeah. but we still got a ways to go. So the bottom line, we won't see home prices plummet or spike in 2023 and the market should feel steadier. I think that's good news. So never sit and wait for home prices or mortgage rates to drop. That's like timing the stock market. We would never tell you to do that. It's impossible to time the market. So if you're in good shape financially, don't wait to pull the trigger. Don't wait on the interest rates to be the perfect interest rate. It's not going to do that. You can always refinance if the rates go down. And so here's how you know if you're in a good place. You're debt-free, no consumer debt whatsoever. You have a fully funded emergency fund of three to six months of expenses. And then you have that down payment to where the mortgage payment won't eat up more than 25% of your monthly take-home pay on a 15-year fixed-rate mortgage. And that is some of our most controversial advice. Right <laughs> I mean, every time we say 15-year, they're like, these guys are cr- 25, these guys are crazy. And I'm like, you know what's crazy? Foreclosing on a home at 26 because you felt pressured to jump into it. To go and buy. Well, and the biggest thing too, I think, is yes, you don't want a, your you don't want a massive mortgage payment eating up your income because you want to be able to do other things like fund like fund retirement, enjoy your life, give like do other things with your money than just pay a mortgage payment. But also, it is being debt free and having an emergency fund in place. Please have savings in the bank. Yes. When you go to buy a home, I mean, home ownership it's expensive. Things break, things happen. And when you don't have money, it turns everything into a crisis. I mean, it, it you live on the edge and it, it does something to your, I mean, really your anxiety level, your stress level when you don't have money saved in the bank for a rainy day. And that's regardless of whether you're a homeowner or not, but especially if you're looking to buy Make sure you have an emergency fund in place before you do that. Yes. We can't sit here complaining about an interest rate going up a percent, which is 200 bucks, 
instead of going, oh, it's my car payment that's killing me. It's my credit yeah. card debt that's killing me. A $900 me. car payment. Clean up the debt. That'll, that'll give you some margin. So if you guys want help with this stuff, we've got tons of resources for you. We've created a hub at RamseySolutions.com slash homebuying. And we can even connect you with expert pros to help you guide those decisions, give you confidence as you step into the largest purchase of your life. Tread with caution. Go slow. Follow the Ramsey plan. It works every time you work. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm George Camel, joined by my co-host, Rachel Cruz. She's also the co-host of Smart Money Happy Hour, a new episode released yesterday about all of the different money yes. traditions around the world, and I learned so much. It was very fascinating. I loved it. We kind of stick to like... North America, America on the yes. show, which we cover. Four hundred one k. The biggest, the biggest North American tradition when it comes to money is debt. That's so right. We did cover there's that. There's one, yes. but so yeah, so much that goes on in the world with money. It was fun. Go go was check fun that out. Smart yeah. Money Happy Hour wherever you listen to podcasts, and now on YouTube. If you want to see Rachel's reactions, <laughs> she has some emotional breakdowns, and it's just good. It's good like content. half ther- It's like a half therapy session for me on the podcast. And Sharon so Ramsey great. said it's her favorite podcast. I know. Which my, is my unbiased. mom loves, loves Smart Money Happy Hour. So make sure to check that out. Number one fan. All right, George. Well, I am so excited uh, because we are we have launched our money and marriage getaway that's going to be held here in Nashville, October 19th through the 21st. So Dr. John Deloney and I are hosting this event for you and your spouse and It is an entire weekend. We've never done this before. Usually Money and Marriage is an evening event, but we're doing an entire weekend here in Nashville. So if you're married, you know that staying aligned is a really important thing, but it's not always easy to do. And so again, we've picked an entire weekend to have encouragement and some inspiration to help you grow in all areas of your marriage including your money, a.k.a. money and marriage. Brilliant name. I know. So you get to meet Dr. John Deloney and myself, and you'll have time set aside to reflect on everything that you've learned and how you can apply it to your marriage right now. So again, this is focused time with your spouse to work on you and your marriage. No work, no kids, no errands, just time for you two to connect. And here's the thing. There are limited tickets for this event and again, it's an entire weekend, so remember that. So tickets start at $699 per couple, which includes so much. It's a whole package of stuff that we're going to give you in that. So talk to your spouse and see if you can join us in Nashville again, October 19th through the 21st. So go to RamseySolutions.com slash events to learn more. And our VIP, we've had different tiers of this, and they have all sold out. Like, I mean, wow. like, it is crazy. Response has been awesome. It has been awesome. So, a weekend in Nashville with your spouse. You had Come me hang at, out. at no work, no kids, no errands. That's the best pitch of all time That's for anyone. That's a great anyone. life. It's basically like vacation, except you get to learn some stuff, too. It's And you guys make it so fun. This is not your your normal marriage retreat, where it's, like, just real heavy and just, like, ugh. Yeah, no, it's going to be really fun. And we're going to pull in other speakers and, and experts, too, in it. So, it's going to be it's going to be a really fun weekend. And lots of Nashville flavor, too, that Ooh. we're we're planning so get ready town show love it all right let's get to the phones katie joins us in cedar rapids iowa katie welcome to the ramsey show hi thanks for taking my question absolutely um a little backstory i've been at my company for 31 years i guess facility um and my first seven maybe eight years they had pension um and then they started 401k probably about 25 years ago so um i started that then but Um, They kept our pension and keep telling us how much a month we would get from that still. Um, We just received a letter that we need to do something with the pension. They're closing that out and we will get a lump sum. 
So I'm trying to decide. I have to do that something with it before January of 24. Um, I'm trying to decide what I want to do with that or what would be the best route um, to take that thumb and put it in something. I'm, I really don't want to roll it into my um, work form on K and Ross, but um, I also don't want to get killed on taxes or anything either. So this is this lump sum is going to be taxable if you don't roll it well, over? Well, I don't know. They, they haven't told us a total. Right now, my little letter I get says, at retirement, I would receive $350 a month because obviously it was only my first seven years of employment. Um, so you don't know the lump sum so yet? I, I don't, and I'm sure there's some formula they will use. Um, a friend of mine talked to one of our 401k people at work, and they said she's got less tenure than I do, and she said they said maybe 20000 but I have no idea what even to expect. Okay. Um, so let's just ballpark it for I'm now at, at twenty five thirty thousand. Yes, okay. probably. So yeah. tell us about your financial situation. Where are you at in the baby steps? Do you have any debt? Do you have a mortgage? Uh, we have um, one car left, and that should hopefully be done by the end of this year. And then um, just our mortgage, um, which isn't a lot, really, um, compared to some people, I guess. But um, just got last child through school, so that part's done. So um, that's about it. And then uh, my husband and I are both 53. Okay. What do you guys have in your nest egg currently combined for retirement? Um, you mean total like 401ks? Yes. And that kind of stuff? All retirement accounts um, combined. Yep. Uh, probably a little over 600000 All right. And how much money do you guys have in the bank? Just kind of liquid cash? Uh, 10000 Okay. What's left on the car loan? Um, I think eighteen. All right. And lastly, what is your household income? Um, well, last year it was definitely higher. I'm a nurse and they threw a lot of money at us the last year. So, um, average, our household income is probably about 170. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, that's great. That's great, Katie. Yeah, well, I would figure out, obviously, the lump sum and then talk to them, yeah, about about the tax situation. Because if you're able just to roll it into a Roth and a 401k and kind of keep it in that rhythm... I'm not mad at that, honestly. I mean, I think that that's that could be a great option, um, especially if there's if there's tax implications that are going to happen. Uh, if not, and you can just cash out the thirty grand, there's a lot that you could do with that right now, Katie. I mean, you could be paying off this car with that. Um, you guys could be having a a larger emergency fund that you can use that. So, um, yeah, depending on the tax situation, if you are penalized by taking that lump sum. At your age, roll it I would roll it over taxes. to yeah to avoid taxes. My um, guess is it's like a traditional, not Roth. So you'd probably want to move it to a traditional IRA, direct rollover. So privately, because I have, um, I moved um, my four hundred one k is Roth and four hundred one k. Depend, I split yeah. it up, um, so I could get the match and everything for the four hundred one k. But um, I didn't know if I needed to do that privately, like a private IRA. Well, you wouldn't do it through your employer. An IRA is outside of your employer, individual okay. retirement account. Is so, your is your four hundred one k a Roth four hundred one k, and you have a Roth IRA? Is that correct? No, it is. It is a you can divert. You can put your money in straight four hundred one k or Roth or both. So you have a mix of traditional and Roth in there. I do. Okay. Correct. Split. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because uh-huh. the employer match by default is going to go into the traditional side currently. It is. Okay. It is correct. Yeah. Okay, so I would get yeah. do some homework, find out what that lump sum is going to be, find out what the tax implications are. Your best bet is going to be to roll it over into a retirement account without any penalties. And at this point, uh-huh. I think you guys need that 
for it to grow for the next 10 years to add to your nest egg. Right. So I, and if there are no tax implications, you want to wipe out your debt and add to the emergency fund. That's a great goal too, but you still need to think about how can we get to a million dollar nest egg in the next 10 years? Yeah. And that's what my thing was, was the whole taxes. That's what I don't know anything about it. And they, we just got this letter this week. So I'm trying to like start (laughs) looking at it. So yeah, well, I would meet with a smart investor pro. And even if you have, you know, someone that helps you with your taxes, if you have a CPA, uh-huh. you know, sitting down, because you have, you have, a, what, six months, nine months um, to figure it out yeah. by January. So I would go ahead and start that because regardless of what the amount is, you're going to want to know exactly what it entails from a penalties and tax yeah. perspective. And that's going to help you make your decision. Yes. I did um, go online and type in my address for the SmartVestor Pro, and I'm not kidding. It was 20 seconds after I hit submit, I got a phone call from somebody. Oh, good. That's we we train them it. well. We tell them, hey, we want <laughs> you to get in touch. Because when you want that help, we want you to get the help yeah. as soon as possible, not wait three days yeah. to hear from someone. That was like, I was like, what in the heck? And it was somebody calling me already. So That's awesome. Um, we love to hear and that. And they've all contacted me through phone and email since, so. Good. Yeah. Well, sit down and meet with them. I mean, honestly, Katie, and they're going to be able to help you too with your whole picture of just, you know, tax strategy and estate yeah, planning. going forward. Um, and right. especially with your age and stuff, sitting down with someone I think is really, really key. So it gives you confidence instead right. of hoping and wishing for the next 10 years, you go, oh, we know exactly where we're headed. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank so you great. so much Thanks, for the Katie. Thanks. Great conversation. Well, I love hearing that about SmartVestor Pros because they really are. It's incredible. Winston and I sat down with ours in January and I'm sitting with him and granted we do this every day. We talk about money every day but he, I mean he's just like throwing data at me and all of this and Nerd it wasn't intimidating out. but I'm like you you breathe this in and out all day every day and you love it. So these people want to help you guys so make sure to check it out. Love it. Hey that puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. My thanks to my co-host Rachel Cruz, all the folks in the booth keeping the show afloat and you America we appreciate you listening. We're going to be back real soon. Hey, it's Rachel Cruz. If you love the show and want a deeper dive on your money journey, we have a weekly newsletter that gives you trending and helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way. Just go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for our newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter.